0: Julie
2: Ryan.
0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And this week, we have a special guest, Miss Whitney Walker. Hi, Whitney. Welcome, welcome. Hi, Julie. Thank you so much. You are welcome, everybody. I was on Whitney's podcast recently, and this is such a great title. It's called the Women Waken podcast. I love that. How did you come up with that title?
1: Well, so I was back in uh, 2020, and this summer, during when we were all quarantined, I decided to Start my own private practice. I'm a, a mental health therapist. And I was creating my website, and I wanted to create a name for it that was more than just about therapy. I wanted it to be more of a broader message and a vision that I was developing and wanting to share with people. And to me, Women Waken represents the awakening of some of the divine feminine traits uh, that women have inherently that I believe are guiding us and going to bring us to a place where there's a restoration of greater harmony and peace and more emphasis on love, compassion, kindness, rather than greed, profit, growth, all those things that, you know, both are necessary, but we have a a strong imbalance right now. So when I think of Women Waken, it's the idea of women recognizing and awakening the idea that they're needed at this time, that their unique traits and abilities are needed to restore harmony and create restore that balance.
0: Why do you say that? That you think that it's out that we're out of harmony, and the and the female, what I like to call intuitive female skill sets, are are more needed than ever. And you don't think they're prevalent with what's happening in the world today? Tell us a little bit about your thoughts along those lines.
1: Uh, that I don't think they're they're prevalent is in that they're not he, that women's uh, in, intuition and such is not present.
0: Well, you, in, in your title of your show, the Women Waken podcast, it seems to me like, OK, women, get a grip here. You need to step up and and help out because we're out of balance is what I'm hearing you say. Is that what you're uh, yeah. feeling and what you're experiencing?
1: Yeah, I think it's not it's not present enough. It's, I think that and rightfully so. I think there's a lot of. um. intimidation and timidness for women to come forward with what their natural abilities and calling is, what naturally comes to them, what, you know, how, because, you know, psychic abilities, intuition, all of those are things that are inherent. They're, they're very natural. They're natural abilities, um, but they're not always as openly accepted or openly embraced or seen as valuable um, in some ways. And I think that people turn away from them and deny them. And I think that that's gotten us to where we are, where I think in a long, in a lot of ways, we're very detached from that, which is our natural abilities and gifts.
0: Mm -hmm. I agree. Because... Women do have, you know, the scientists, and you're kind of a scientist with all your fancy degrees, I guess, they they say that women use both sections of their brain. To those men that are listening, that's why you love us in our intuition, because we can kind of see a bigger picture from a 40,000-foot perspective at times, and... I think it's interesting that I agree with you that we all come in with intuitive abilities, both men and women. Men just call it a gut feeling. But I think that women have been healers and visionaries and all of that throughout the ages. I mean, certainly the Salem witch trials and the healers and all of them that were prosecuted, that's what they were doing. They were using herbs to heal people. And it was ancient. So I love that. I love that you're that you're focused on that and you're you're saying, okay, rise up, women. Time to step up to the plate with all of this. Tell everybody a little bit about how you came to be doing the work that you're doing with people and then and then how has it changed since you started your show, which by the way, the links to Whitney's show are on all my social media at Ask Julie Ryan. So you can just go on Twitter, Facebook pinterest instagram whatever and just go under ask julie ryan and you'll you'll see the link but have you noticed that there's been a difference in in your work once since you've added your show
1: yeah i would say that uh that my work is becoming increasingly more spiritually focused more about people really finding reconnecting with themselves and finding their own gifts and sort bringing them forward. Um, I originally got into therapy because I had benefited so greatly from therapy when I was younger because I struggled with addiction and an eating disorder and a lot of trauma. And I hit bottom and I didn't know how to go on any further. I, I felt, you know, very, very lost and disconnected and therapy helped me a lot. And so I specialized in, in addiction and, and trauma and all of those, those things. And yet I, I also just feel this bigger calling, which is why I started my podcast was to allow people to talk about what happens when we do heal. What is going on when we're in this place of self-destruction of unresolved trauma that's causing all of this conflict within us? What happens when we begin to clear that? What, what comes forth? Well, what comes forth is really beautiful. It's really phenomenal. It's, you know, again, that power, those natural abilities that have been, you know, that we conceal ourselves and that also have been Kind of pushed down just in general by society because you know women's intuition is not as fancy as you know sort of more the the masculine innovative energy which again is a beautiful thing in and of itself but it's just we give all most of our credit to things that are profitable and innovative and more exciting and powerful rather than that which is more rooted and grounded in our true essence and so those that kind of balancing is the work that I do a lot with clients and I love being able to share. My podcast as a resource for clients that I have, you know, for example, your show when people, you know, I, I have people who they come to me for a depression and, you know, little by little over the course of our work together, they'll say, well, you know, I've always kind of had thought that I, I connected with, with spirits or I felt like I was being, you know, uh, directed towards something or that I could sense something energetically. And I can say, oh, wow, okay, well, you know, check out Julie Ryan because she. She knows how to communicate in those ways and has those abilities. And you might as well. It's got to absolutely do because we all do. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. It's a matter of just developing and then enhancing them. We all come in with the, the hardware, if you will. And then it's just a matter of booting up the hardware and the software and just practicing. And everybody can do it. We all do it now. You know, we'll have a thought of somebody and then the next day or within a short period of time, we'll either get a text or a call or an email from them or sometimes we'll run into them and we'll say, oh, my gosh, I was just thinking of you. And they'll say, oh, what a coincidence. Well, there's no coincidence there. That's your (laughs) psychic ability that's coming into play to let you know that you're going to be seeing that person. So that's terrific. Well, I love that you're able to help people tune into their spiritual abilities, you know, natural inherent abilities, because I find that it really helps guide us, especially in times of trouble. Um, You know, if we can take a step back and I'm interested to hear what you think about that when there's a a spiritual component, you know, that you're not alone this. And I know that's a lot of therapy, too, with addiction. We all think if we're an addict of something, I'm a recovering sugar addict. So I put myself in the category with everybody else that's doing whatever other kind of addiction. And, uh, and the more I talk about it, the more I realize that there are a lot of us out there. And I'm not just an island by myself trying to stay away from the cookies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, how it, do you?
1: important to know that we're not alone.
0: Well, and how do you integrate the spiritual into that in helping them know that they're not alone? Do you incorporate that in your, I know you do on your show, but do you incorporate that in your private practice?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. And I would say the one question that I I start with that, that leads in that direction is, you know, someone feeling really frustrated with you know habits like that if they, if they have a sugar addiction if they're having trouble with their eating if they're not able to accept themselves whatever it is and I ask them well who are you and because to me that's the the essence of this of the of spirituality is asking yourself who am I am I just a body am I just you know my name in this lifetime and that's all I am or well who who is in there you know who's who's living this life what what is that Because it gets people thinking, you know, because you and I know, because I know that you do a lot of work with people's past lives, that we're far from just us in this one lifetime in this body. But when you think that that's all you are, then it can feel very detrimental when you feel that you're not what you you wanted to be and that you're not enough and that you're not, you know, accepted and you're not embraced by others and all these things um, where you're disconnected from your spirituality, everything in the material world you, you know, feels like life or death, like, well, either I'm successful, and I have a family and kids, or I'm just, you know, I'm nothing. So when you ask someone who they are, they have to really think about, well, I'm a, you know, I'm a teacher, I'm a mom, well, no, those are titles, who are you? And it always gets people, you know, I've never had one client who didn't say, eventually didn't say, you know, I don't
0: know who I am. I really don't. All right. Well, Whitney, thanks so much for joining us. All of Whitney's contact information will be in the show notes. Again, all of the links are on my social media, and it's Whitney Walker Women Awakened podcast. Stay with us, everybody. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll get some more callers on and we'll see what their questions are. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan show, and we'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Let's go to the phones and see who's joined us this evening. Our first caller is Richard. Hi, Richard.
3: Hi, Julie. First time. How are you, uh, sir? Very good. Thank
0: you. Good. Well, I'm sure your intuitive abilities are wonderful, right? But it's called gut instincts with guys and it's called intuition with women. Have you found that to be the case? Yeah. I think I have a little
3: bit
0: of both. Well, I think I think everybody does too, but I just think society calls it different things. So yeah, well welcome. Do you have a question? Where well, first of all, where are you? Where are you located? I live in Sarasota,
3: Florida, which is about sixty
0: miles south of campus. I know Sarasota. When I was in high school in Columbus, Ohio, a bunch of my friends, families bought condos on Siesta Key for like thirty to $50,000. <laughs> and now those condos are all worth over a million. So I used to go down with my friends to those condos when they were developing it. So I always laugh about that and think, oh, my gosh, what an investment. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I
3: just <laughs> want to first say that um, I just... um heard of your work um, through my helping uh, parent field chapter in Tampa. I just oh. want
0: to thank you for the good work that you Oh, what an amazing organization. I'm sorry you've lost a child. And they are, uh, they're it's, just they're just earth angels, aren't they? That gra- that gang doing that. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful.
3: Um, well, you know, I, mine's more about my health. And after okay. losing my daughter, she was 14 unexpectedly about six years ago. A few months after that, I started having some health issues. And it's just kind of been building up over time. About four years ago, I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's. Um, and, about, and I've been dealing with some things and kind of figuring it out. Sometimes doing better, sometimes not doing better. And about four months ago, I found out that I have mercury toxicity. And just recently, I found out that I have... um a myotoxin of mold. Um, so I'm planning on starting some treatments um, next month. Uh, I'm going to do a treatment called um, ozone therapy with by IV. I'm not sure if you've heard of that. Or not. Um, I
4: have, yes. And then
3: I'll be doing the ketosis uh, therapy. And so my question to you is, is: first, if you can ask my spirit guide, and I talk to my spirit guide every night, um, if they feel that this is and you talk about intuition. My intuition. I found a doctor in the Minnesota area, and you know, Minnesota is very open to this kind of stuff um, to help me. I just want to see if, if this is the right path, and then if you can help with your scan. If there's something else that I should be looking at, because recently I've, I've just been getting more fatigued and not feeling quite as well. It just seems like some of my issues I'm having. I'm just finding them out more and more. I'd like to know if there's anything else maybe I should consider uh, when I start my treatments next month. And then I also wanted to say happy birthday to my daughter. She'll be 21 coming up soon.
0: What's your daughter's name? Uh, Lauren. Lauren. Okay, happy birthday, Lauren! Happy heavenly birthday! I I always think they must have they must make amazing cake in heaven. You know, sugar addict, right? I'm thinking it's got to be more exciting than just angel food cake, right? I mean, I'm thinking like lots of cream cheese frosting, and lots of candles and stuff like that. But my uh, spirit tells me that they don't eat, and that's one of the things that they miss of being human is that they love to eat. You know, when they're incarnated. But let me get you on my radar. Richard, and, uh, and let's see what's going on with the mold. How this works is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit. I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to watch a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham. It's going to head south to you in Sarasota. And then I'm going to have a hologram of you in my mind's eye. And it'll be as if I'm looking in an x-ray or a CT scan or an MRI. Something will be identified immediately thereafter. There will be some type of energetic healing that will begin. And the reason why I'm very descriptive with what I'm seeing in my mind's eye is if you can envision it in your mind's eye, it's going to help integrate the healing into your body. And that's why I'm so descriptive. And just, you know, caveat here my analogies sometimes are really hilarious. And that's truly just how they come in. That's how I I envision them. And there, a lot of them are the same for people, lots of people, you know, with the same symptoms. But sometimes, like earlier this week, I had a professional chef. And so I kept getting all these analogies of stuff that she would understand of when she was, you know, doing her chef work. And it was hilarious. I was thinking, oh, my gosh, you know, it's interesting how things are described so that we can get it. What it is, is it's an analogy, Richard, for an energetic healing that's happening. And it's presented to me in a way so that we can have a frame of reference for what the energetic healing is that's happening. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam from sweet home, Alabama, heading south, going behind me, going behind my chair. And all right, got you shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head. Yeah, you got a bunch of mold in your body. Uh, have you remediated your home? Is it in your home or your office? Have you figured that out yet?
3: Well, I I, had a, um, I found a company that specializes in this, and they did some air samples, took a couple of dust samples, and they couldn't find the myotoxin. It was a mild mold, but it wasn't. A- but mild and wasn't a biotoxin that I um, so I think it could have come from a previous place I lived a year and a half ago. So I did spend about um, four years in a sales trailer some, some time back. But I was felt kinda of ill in. So yeah. maybe it's been me a long time, I don't know.
0: It looks like it when I see somebody that's had really intense mold exposure, Richard, it... it... Your energy field looks like it has moss on it, like sheets of moss that you'd see at a craft store, maybe a Michael's, and sometimes you'll see it around the top of an orchid plant or something that it's decorative. And that's what it looks like. Your body is starting to detox because I can start to see little areas where the mold is disintegrating. I'm going to work on you over the break, Richard. I'm going to keep you over and I'll pick you up on the other side of our break, but I'll work on you in the meantime. Everybody stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and I'll come back with a report of what I'm getting on Richard. So stay with us.
2: Mm
0: Everybody, before the break we were talking with Richard in Sarasota, Florida about his mold exposure. And so what I did during the break, Richard, was I cleared the mold out of your system energetically. And even in it likes to even hide in the brain. And brain matter looks to me like thick cooked oatmeal. And so I took your brain out of your body. You can't do this in the operating room, but I could do it in woo-woo with woo-woo. And I spread it out like I was rolling out sugar cookie dough on on a countertop. And then I irrigated the mold spores that were hiding out in the little crevices in the brain. And then I put your brain back in. So we probably gave you an IQ boost. We'll see if you feel smarter tomorrow after this healing. But I did that. I got it out of your system. Looks to me like you have yeast overgrowth as well. Do you have stomach distress?
3: Um, because I I, I I changed my diet once I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's to a Paleo uh-huh. diet. So I yep. do have good issues, but I control it by what I eat. Um, right. But you know, right. it, it's there, and I need to deal with it.
0: The Hashimoto's most likely is is caused by the mold exposure and leaky gut because as an immune response this response, the cell membranes get tough, and so the hormones can't penetrate that cell wall oftentimes. And when you get your gut healthy, it'll help with that. A few tips. Uh the ERMI test, ERMI, have you heard of that? The that's a test that you can run in your home. Also, there's a company called Mold Finders that I follow on Instagram. You may want to look them up. They seem to be more comprehensive than other ones. I've had mold detectives in my house before, and they didn't find mold. And I could see it energetically. So they don't have the wherewithal to detect sometimes all of the different types of mold. And then there are two physicians I want you to look up. One is Neil Nathan, MD. And check out his work. If you go on YouTube, there are lots of videos with him on there. And also Dr. Ann Shippy, S H I P P Y M D. She's in Austin, Texas. Nathan's in San Diego, and they both are mold detox experts. So you may pick up some golden nuggets from both of them. And if you don't have time to read their books, just go on their website. You'll learn a lot. Or I always say cheat sheet is go on YouTube and watch their interviews and you'll get a lot of the gist of what they're writing about. The the last thing I would suggest is schedule an appointment with me. We'll do a deep dive and we'll we'll really get you cleaned out. And we'll have a whole hour to do that. So ask dot com and and I'd love to have a whole hour with you to to really, you know, get you on your on your feet with all of this stuff. So I hope that helps. Yeah. Thank you, Julie. I appreciate it. You are so welcome. Happy birthday to your baby girl in heaven and happy holidays to you and your family. Take care. Bye-bye. All righty. Let's go to Susie next. Hi, Suze. Hi, Suze. Oh, hi Julie, I'm sorry. I was trying
5: to get myself to a quiet location. How are you? To... Oh, you're welcome. I'm... How are you? I'm actually having kind of a nightmare situation. Been dealing with with a family member, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to ask the question. But I guess just if you have any suggestions of um, how to deal with it, and if something if something's actually happening, my my an in law has been living in a house we own for like seven years, and hasn't paid to live there, and we had a tenant who, you know, was able to cover a lot of expenses, and uh, then when this in-law met a, a girl half his age, he moved her in, and the P and went from like 161 to
2: 863
5: last year at this time, so it's that's the nightmare that we've been in, is paying all these bills for this um, person to live in the house, and now we uh, need our Son, to be able to move in there. And the room's all ready for my son, but this in law and his, you know, married the, the young woman. Um, and I'm just wondering, he keeps saying that the um, in law has trouble telling the truth about anything. And he keeps saying for months and months and months that they're going to move out. And every day he'll say, oh, we're going to move out. You know, we're just wrapping up the deal and all this. And um, so today he's saying he's going to be out by tomorrow, but he's been saying that for so many months. and. He says they're packing up, and I'm just wondering: Do you see that
6: he's
0: moving to
5: pack no, up? or he's not. He's I not. You're do... going
0: to have to evict him. You're not going to have to evict him.
5: Oh, gosh. It's hard to do that with the, you know, with an in-law. We feel really bad about bringing in the, um, you know, the, the lawyer to have to deal with an in-law because it's, you know, it's close in-law. So yeah,
0: okay. but the in-law doesn't yeah. care about you, so you know. Like, turnabout is fair play with this. This is a business situation. So I would say evict them. And uh, when they get the eviction notice, then they'll, you know, they'll get the picture. So unless you want to, you know, I want to continue what you're doing. But I would not I would not feel badly about that for a nanosecond, Susie. Sounds to Mm -hmm. me like you've been overly gracious to them.
5: Oh, yeah it's been you know been uh, many years, and um we just it, it's just yeah, he doesn't seem to go tell the truth, so that's the problem that's made it hard is we've we've even said that we would help financially get him out, you know to another place, but he keeps telling us he's handling it, and I'm doing it, you know'm moving I do see that he has a job at all does so he have a job? Because he' talks about a job, but we get says, a no. we get a
0: know we know on that, so no yeah, problem. so I think. I think you're going to, it's time to there call in the lawyers. Good luck with that. Thanks for calling. Okay, let's go to Michelle next. Hi, Michelle.
6: Hi, Julie. How are you? Thank you I'm for terrific. taking
0: me. I'm terrific. You're um, welcome. Where are you am- located? I'm good. Thank
6: you. I'm in Sunrise, Florida. I've spoken to you many times. Uh, the last time we had spoken, I asked you if the speakers in my bedroom were my dad coming through because I've felt that for eight years now. I hear static through the speakers. But now recently I've heard it um, really like a lot in comparison to before. And I have a feeling it's either my ex-boyfriend who just passed away in June or my dad or both of them. So I was kind of wondering if they're Together, and if they have a message for me, because it's just been a lot lately. And like, I'll
0: shut the volume off and I'll still hear it. Wow. Yeah, they're messing with you on that, letting you know that they're around. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they are, they come in together to see you. They don't necessarily <laughs> hang out in heaven, but when you think of them, they come in. You know, our heads are big satellite dishes and every spirit has a frequency. Our heads receive and transmit frequencies. So that's what's happening. You think of them and then that's their cue. Okay, come in. And so we're. that's what's going on. Uh, do they have a message for you? What I get is no moping around during the holidays. Do joyful things. Okay. Do holiday things. Do joyful things. And um, have you been moping around?
6: No, I'm trying to get my business off the ground. I'm not moping for sure I'm working.
2: <laughs> but um, okay. you know, I
6: get a little under the weather. Yeah, you get a little sad here and there. But I'm not moping. But okay. I guess the text feels that he wants me to be more joyful. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. So they're I saying, mean, do do holiday can- things, go to... Go to concerts, yes. listen to, you know, even if even if we don't have any money, go to a church. Most churches have a Christmas yes. concert, and you can hear the choir, and it's amazing. Or go to the symphony, or go to the, I'm going to the symphony uh, Saturday night for their Christmas program. And, and it's always wonderful Hi. every year. So, you know, do things yes. like well, that to just know. get There's the holiday spirit. Or Say Would that again, I'm sorry. Me.
6: Would you be able to tell me my boyfriend's cause of death, by any chance? Because I have this thing that keeps coming in my head, and I want to know if my intuition is if I'm on point.
0: When you just asked the question, when I got Michelle was heart attack. Does that make sense? what um, they say. Does it yeah. say anything about
6: myocardial? Like, does that name come into play? Or?
0: Well, heart attack, myocardial infarction, it's the same thing. Yeah. And, and yeah. And yeah. 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 No okay. moping. Go do so something fun for the holidays. going to go do something
6: fun. I'm going
2: okay, go. to right. <laughs> Have a nice Take thank care. Bye bye. Let's
0: go to Lori next. Hi, Lori. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm terrific. How are you? Can you hear me? I'm yes, good, ma'am.
2: Where
0: are you located? I'm in San Diego, California. Okay, terrific. Well, you got a question for me? Did I lose you? Hello, hello. Oops, I think I lost you. Well, I'll come back to Miss Lori. Let's go to Tracy next. Hi, Tracy. Hiya. are you? How are you? I'm well. How are you? Good, good. All right, so I have one
6: for you this evening. And as I'm
0: sitting here, oh, I'm from
6: Raleigh, North Carolina. As I'm sitting here waiting, I'm like, I'm starting to get sick. So maybe we'll just turn the spotlight on me at the moment. Can you uh, see what's going on? I got a piercing headache and I'm not a headache
4: person.
0: Yeah. Just all of a sudden your headache started? Yeah. 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 All of a sudden. And the someone like me okay all right i'm gonna hold you over the break i'll check you out during the our little commercial break and when i come back i'll give you what i've come up with so stay with us everybody you're listening to the ask julie ryan show and and i'll be right back with miss tracy
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Welcome back. Before the break, we were talking with Tracy in Raleigh, North Carolina. And Tracy, I scanned you over the break, and what I got was that it was a stress headache. And so I always ask, is it a stress headache because of actual stress, like I'm stressed out kind of a thing? I get you are under stress, but I got the trigger for this was something that you ate or drank that had preservatives in it. Is there something that you can think of perhaps today or yesterday that you ate that may have had preservatives in it? Were you at a party? Were you eating snacks? Um, you I had wine. Salad. Um I did, take,
6: I did take out today of a salad. Um, just ate dinner late at um, 7 o'clock. But my daughter's all organic. The so only thing I can think of is the Dressing. salad
0: maybe the dressing or something there's something there's some kind of a preservative in something that you ate and so what i did was i flushed it out of your system to get that out of your your body uh a couple of things that you can take glutathione i don't know if you have that handy you can buy it in the okay. stores take some of that the other thing is activated charcoal sometimes can okay. if you've got that around have a toothbrush handy because it makes your teeth dark, makes your teeth black. It looks like you've been chewing on coal because you are, it's charcoal. But uh, that will bind to any of the toxins and it will, it will remove it from your body. So there was something either on the salad or my guess is perhaps in the salad dressing is what I was getting on that. So I hope All that right, helps and I, I hope you feel better. What I saw when I first got you on my radar, Tracy, was like a ball of yarn almost that was all tightly wound. And so what I did was I smoothed it out and made it kind of spread out so that it wasn't all in a ball. And that was just a visual that I got that was an analogy for for what was going on. So I hope that helps. Thank you. I appreciate it. You are most welcome. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Let's see who's next. How about Clay? Hi, Clay.
7: Hi. How, How are, are you? you?
0: I'm great. How are you doing?
7: I'm good. I'm doing all right. Um, I called in like, um, I don't know, I guess about two months ago. My dog had just been diagnosed with, um, well, what we thought was just a UTI, and then it came back with some kidney, liver values elevated. And I asked you to do a medical scan, and you told me that, unfortunately, her spirit was already part of the way out of her body. And that, you know, like, you, you were able to talk to her spirit. We kept her comfortable and everything. Um, but, unfortunately, she didn't make it, and she did pass away this last Saturday.
2: Oh, I'm um, so sorry. I had a
7: really hard time. I think you yeah. Um I've had a really, really hard time with it. I've had a lot of panic attacks since it um she was actually a service dog for me. And mm-hmm. so I think I'm a little bit lost and I have another dog and we've had um like we've been staying with my girlfriend and her two dogs, or they've been staying with us just to keep my other dog company um and stuff. But I need to know like I've never had to put a dog down. It was the hardest decision that I've ever made. Um, The euthanasia was a little bit, um, I guess, unexpected for me in terms of, like, what actually happened in the room, and I think I'm just really struggling as to, like, I want to know that she made it to wherever she was going okay and that she's happy and she's healthy and she's not in pain and that, you know, I didn't do anything wrong and I think I just need, like, a little bit of peace of mind about it um, because I'm really, really struggling right now, and the panic attacks mm-hmm. are horrible. And with her being a service dog, like, I, I lost my biggest coping skill. The so, mm-hmm. kind of, what are you getting from her, and what is she looking for for me? Like, what can I do and just help?
0: <laughs> yeah. Remind me of her name, Clay.
7: Tac, T-A-C.
0: And remind me what kind of dog she was.
7: She's a black lab and she was almost 12.
0: Black lab. Okay. All right. She's right next to you. She's on your right side. She's around you all the time. She said that you think she's telling me while you were talking, she was telling me that that you think you hear her. And you are hearing her. She's letting you know that she's right there with you. You made all the right decisions. She said you did not. This this is verbatim. She said you didn't make a wrong move through all of it. Everything was just perfect the way that you handled it. And and, it, and I've been there to euthanize dogs of mine. And it, it is just heart-wrenching. It's awful. So my heart goes out to you. I know. It's so, so, so sad. Uh she says that you have some of her stuff. Did she have a blanket or something that she laid on? She's talking about a blanket. Did she lay on a blanket on your bed or what's with yeah. the blanket?
7: Yeah. Um so she just stayed really cold at the end because she had lost so much weight and there was this um there were these two blankets, one she laid on and the other I covered her up with and those blankets have like not left my side when I've been okay. on the couch bed or anything
2: like Yeah.
0: Yeah. So she's saying, keep. she was talking about the blankets and for you to, you know, to have the blankets close by. And she's saying, pretend you're Linus, (laughs) you know, from the Charlie Brown uh, cartoon that he carries his blanket with him. And and have you washed them or can you still smell her on it? Um, No, I haven't washed them
7: yet. Um, (laughs) But... In the end, because it was a kidney disease, you know, like (laughs) everything smells kind of gross. I know that's crazy to say, but it does. And, uh, but no, I haven't washed
0: them. I can't. Okay. So she's talking about go ahead and wash them. And then imagine smelling her like she smelled for most of her life. That's why she's talking about the blanket. You need to wash the blankets. That's why, because they're, they're kind of. Yucky smelling. But she wants you to remember what she smelled like when she was well. Does that make sense? Like, don't be using some kind of, you know, tutti-fruity dryer sheets on it. Get unscented detergent and unscented um, dryer sheets if you use those. And she's saying that she will help fragrance them with her smell energetically. And spirits do that. I have walked in rooms before where I'll smell something and I'll say, oh, I need to turn on my radar because there's some, you know, there's some spirit here that wants to communicate. Because I don't walk around scanning people or scanning places. I mean, I turn my abilities on and off at well. I'm just like a regular person during during the day, you know, woo-woo at night. No, just kidding. But she's saying, she's saying, go ahead and wash the blankets and then she will, she will fragrance them with her scent, and you'll be able to smell her, and that okay. hopefully that will give you some comfort.
2: Okay.
7: okay. The thing is I that when talked. we did the chupinization, she like looked up and around all of a sudden, and I haven't been able to talk about it at all, but why, why did she look around?
0: Uh, she was just ready to go. She was ready to go. That's all I'm getting. She knew that she was going. Her spirit was leaving her body, and she was watching her spirit leave her body. So, hope that helps bring you some comfort. Everybody, stay with us. We're going to take a quick break. back, everybody. We do this show every Thursday night, at least except Christmas and New Year's. We'll have pre-recorded shows for this year for that, as we do have done in past years. But pretty much every Thursday night, we do this show from 8 Eastern to 10 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. The call-in number is 667-770-1476. And the access code is 483-620-POUND. So this week, obviously, is a live show. Next week will be a live show. And then the last two shows in December will not be. They will be pre-recorded because I will be celebrating the holidays with my family and friends, as I hope you are as well. All this call-in information is available on my website, AskJulieRyan.com. And in the show notes, it's also available on all of my social media channels and Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest at AskJulieRyan or on YouTube and Alexa as well on Ask Julie Ryan. You can download the show anywhere you get podcasts. And obviously, there's a video on YouTube as well. I give away a free session each month, the first Thursday of each month, and all you have to do to register that is go to ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. Again, ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie and leave a review, or you can do it on YouTube or you can do it anywhere that you download podcasts, but it's really easy if you just go to the ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie place. While you're on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, be sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter. It's a question somebody has submitted, and then I answer it. And then in the body of the email is all the, here's the call-in information. And we post on all social media channels the day of the show. Okay, here's the call-in number. It's going to be a live show tonight. So I'm trying to make it easy on you guys. Big news, Angel Messages for Cats is coming out tomorrow. It's slated to come out tomorrow, so we'll post on the social media channels and i'll I'll be talking about it next week on the show as well, so that's exciting it's darling. The illustrations are so cute, and it's a children's picture book, so it's for anybody that's a cat lover and it's for children of all ages and it just helps talk about it's i say it's angels teaching kids about cats and spirituality through cats. So I hope you enjoy it. It's the third in the series of angel messages books, angel messages for kids, angel messages for dogs. And I caught a lot of grief from the cat lovers. So for you, angel messages for cats is coming out tomorrow. And then also angelic attendance is out as well. So give those as Christmas gifts to anybody on your list We're all going to lose a loved one for the angelic attendance book, and then the children's books are just darling. The stories I hear from parents are just heartwarming about how much their kids love those books because they resonate with the message and they love all all the bright colors as well. Okay, what am I forgetting? You can schedule an appointment with me at AskJulieRyan.com. Then we'll have a whole hour to talk about whatever you want to discuss. In that hour, we can cover a multitude of topics. I can scan you medically. We can do past life stuff. I can scan your cat. We can talk to your dead grandma. We can do, I can tell how close to death somebody is, whatever. Get guidance from spirit. I had a gal this afternoon who's thinking of moving and she had a whole bunch of cities on her list. So we went down the list. I got a yes, no, yes, no. And then the ones that we got a yes on, then we we narrowed them down to three for her to check out. So that's always fun when we do that too. My class, Angelic attendant training, is uh we're scheduling for October of twenty twenty two right now. I teach it once a quarter. January is fall, April's fall, October of 2022 is filling up. I think I have two or three people in it already. So if you're thinking about wanting how to do this work and then implement it in your life, whatever you enjoy doing, it doesn't mean that you're going to be a, you know, somebody doing this for a living. It just means that you implement it in your, your everyday life. So everything's at AskJulieRyan.com. All right, here's our question for this week. Kim's from Harpreet from Dubai, United Arab Emirates. And she says, hi, Julie. I'm not able to have a stable life journey. Every seven to nine years, I start over not only career-wise, but I move countries. And she said, that's not necessarily a bad thing. She went on to say, but I would like guidance on how to remove past life blockages and live the best life I can before I leave this body. Thanks for your guidance, Harpreet. So here's my answer. Hi, Harpreet. Most of us have heard of past life blocks and believe they affect us in a negative way. I have a different opinion about the subject yes, we all live many, many lifetimes. Information we glean from past life regressions and scans are often validated with historical data. That is so much fun when that happens, and it happens a lot. I went on to say, in each life, we explore a multitude of general ideas or concepts similar to a script. For example, we may decide to incarnate and experience what it's like to be a teacher. Now, There are countless ways to teach. It can be in a classroom, corporate, or environmental setting. You can teach as an author of a book, a parent, a grandparent, coach, or dog trainer, each life in a different gender, a different country, and timeline. You get the idea. In each life, we realize new experiences that expand our spirit. All lifetimes give us the opportunity to look at similar situations from a different perspective. My favorite past life analogy is to think of Hamlet. How many times has that play been performed since Shakespeare wrote it in 1603? Who knows? But think about the different countries, languages, actors, costumers, set designers, etc. involved. Not to mention what was happening in the world at that moment in history. The same script was used each time with a different perspective. Past lives are the same. You know how I like to talk in analogies a lot because I I always say it gives our human minds a frame of reference for all this woo-woo stuff that we're doing. Regarding your life's journey, it has and is unfolding perfectly. Your adventures in multiple careers and living in different countries has led you to experience a life your spirit wanted to explore. We create our lives with our thoughts, so all you have to do is think of what's exciting, joyful, and fun, and you'll create a life filled with those concepts. There's no need to clear anything from a past life. Everything has led you to where you are now, which is allowing you to live your best life. And so this whole concept about karma and I got to clear stuff and all that just, I don't think we need to clear anything. I think past life clearing, can come into play when we're doing a medical healing and energetic healing because it can be an energy block that has caused enough pressure that it causes a rupture in the energy field membrane and is allowing a leak in the body. But all of our experiences in every lifetime and all of our experiences in the, in our current lifetime have all unfolded perfectly because it's helped our spirit experience where we want to go and. Remember, time doesn't exist in the spirit world. Time is a human creation. So 100 lifetimes of 100 years apiece may not even be a blip on our radar screen. It's just our concept of time that seems to be a long period. So give up the whole thing about I got to clear past life blocks in order to move forward in my life. Just think of what you want. And that's how we create. When we know what we don't want, it helps us create what we do want. So thanks so much for your question. And uh, I hope that gives you some information that you find helpful. Okay, let's go back to the phones. And our next caller is Deanne. Hi, Deanne. Hi, Deanne. I'm terrific. How are you? I am good, thank you. Terrific. Where are you? Where are you calling from? Wisconsin. Okay, terrific. Got a question for me. Did you guys get snow? My friend in Minneapolis told me yesterday, I was talking to her, and she said they got a bunch of snow up there. Uh, We have a winter storm warning tomorrow. Oh, there you go. It's on the way, just in time for Santa. Hopefully it sticks for a little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Did you did you as a kid did you stress I I grew up in Ohio and when I was little we used to get so worried if it wasn't going to snow because how was Santa going to arrive if it didn't snow So I don't know if if you went through the same um, thing but Yep Yeah Well great do you have a question for me I I do yes I have a sister who um is dying of cancer
6: and she was um, just crushed by ambulance, um, very, very ill. So um, I'm just want to know if she is if, if seeing anybody yet.
0: Um, I've read your book, so that gave me comfort. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just wondering how she's doing right now. Okay, Deanne, what's her name and where is she? Um, her name is Dawn, and she is also
6: in Wisconsin. She was in she is in Ladysmith, uh, Wisconsin, at the hospital. Okay.
0: All right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you and from you to Dawn, and then we'll see what's going on with her. If she is dying and her spirit's out of her body that you read about in angelic attendance, I will, I will be able to figure out what phase she's in. We'll be able to communicate with her telepathically. So, okay, here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading up to you in Wisconsin. I'm so sorry that you guys are going through this and that she is as well. Has she been ill for a while? Um, She's just this her second time around with the same cancer, so yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. She is in phase seven of the 12 phases of transition. So for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, as we're dying, we're surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones and the spirits of deceased pets. The angels start out in a circle around the person who's dying and then open into a horseshoe and then eventually are in a straight line across the, the bottom of the bed if they're in a bed. So, Dean, I'm going to hold you over for the break. When we come back, we'll talk to your sister and see what she has to say. Stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and we'll be right back welcome back everybody before the break we were we were talking with uh Deanne in Wisconsin about her sister Dawn. So Deanne, I hate that you're having to go through this and that she is as well. Uh, For those of you that don't know what what we were talking about, the 12 phases of transition, before the break I was explaining that we're all surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones, spirits, and the spirits of deceased pets as we're transitioning. And for those of you that haven't seen them, go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and just all of the graphics— of the 12 phases of transition are there and we all go through them, Deanne, whether it's instantly like in the case of a homicide or suicide or whether it's something that's prolonged over days, weeks, months. And there are three questions that I always ask a person when they're dying. And the first question is, are you ready to go? Dawn is saying, yes. Are you in pain? She's saying, yes. And what do you need? And she said, just, have them let be able to let me go, so uh, uh, I know, that's probably not what you want to hear, but that's what she's saying and and I hear it we, we don't we know we know she's in pain, so yeah, yeah, uh you can talk to her at any time if you just say something to her in your head. Whether you're talking to her on the phone, even if she can't communicate, you can say something to her in your head. She's going to answer you. It's going to come in within a second. It's going to feel like it's your thought. That's how spirits communicate, whether they're attached to somebody who's alive or whether they're deceased. They all communicate telepathically. That's number one. Number two, to find out what phase of transition she's in is you just ask what phase of transition is Dawn in and you're going to get a number and then you can refer to the chart. If you email me, com, Dan, I'll send you a chart with all of the phases on one chart. And you can download it on your phone and that ends up being really, really handy to have that as a reference. Thank you yeah and if you are if you're noticing that she's progressing through the different phases fairly quickly, you're gonna want to get family in to you know to see her if if that's what you guys want to do I, uh, can, can you see her I, uh, are are they letting people in the hospitals there uh they they will for this
4: instance because they know
2: okay,
0: and hospice is involved. Yes. Great. A couple of other things to remember. A lot of times, people will actually, as they're dying, they will be able to see deceased loved ones and the spirits of deceased pets. So, if she starts talking about that, know that she's seeing them. That's that's true. She is actually seeing them. Research shows that about ninety percent of us, as we're dying, we see the spirits of deceased loved ones and pets as we're in our final stages of life and then the other thing that happens a lot is people will reach up oftentimes and what's happening with that is they're reaching up to give a hug to a spirit that they're seeing perhaps it's a grandmother or a parent or another loved one that's been gone for a while and they're just so delighted so know that there is a glorious component go ahead were you saying something, Deanne? I uh, okay. just said we have noticed that she was doing that. Yeah, so that's what she's doing. There, it's like they reach up and they're, and people think, what are, What are they doing? Or they'll look in a corner. What they're seeing is they're seeing deceased loved ones' spirits that are there, and they're reaching up like, oh my gosh, it's my, you know, my Nana or my, my whomever that's been gone sometimes for a long period of time. I heard a story about a guy who his mother died. He was 95 years old. He was dying and his, his mother died when he was five. So his mother had been gone for 90 years and he was smelling her perfume in his, his room. And then she appeared and his family told me that he just kept talking about how good that smell smelled because he missed it so much, but it was so ingrained you know, in his mind, as a child. So, expect lots of miracles along the way. Look for them. Know there's a glorious component unfolding as you guys all go through this. And uh, email me, and I'll send you. A, I'll send you that chart. You can share it with your loved ones. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, let's go to Eugenia next. Hi, Eugenia. Oh, hi. Mm -hmm. Hello, hello welcome i'm terrific thanks for calling this evening where are you located thank you so much Uh, i am in boston massachusetts okay terrific
2: got a question
8: for me yeah um i do it's funny because initially i wasn't sure what my question was but i just i came across your picture today and something told me that i should call um, I'm going through a lot right now. Um, I've actually had, um, uh, surgery on my left tendon, severe tendon damage and dealing with that. And I'm just feeling generally under the weather. I had my booster shot. Um, but the, the collars that have been really great and I really did resonate with, I think one of your first, one of the first that I heard, um, about myotoxins for mold, um, mm-hmm. I've had a suspicion that that might be the situation for me in my apartment. Mm-hmm. It's a very old, very cute, but old place. Um, I have asthma, so I've got a lot going on. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Take your pick, I suppose, but yeah. I, yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, let me get you on my radar, and then we'll see what's going on. And, uh, and then hopefully I'll, you know, put a little... A little woo woo on your your surgery site and help you heal that quicker. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam. You know, yeah. from Sweet Home Alabama, heading northeast into Boston. All right, got you. Shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your leg. Okay, it's going to your tendon first. No surprise there. So they repaired your tendon. How did, did you injure it? Did you have an accident or something? Injured.
8: Yeah, it was rather dramatic. I freak accident. I broke a plate, and then it went into my ankle. Three months Jeez. later, I'm getting the surgery to actually repair it. Um, For heaven's sake! It's fun, it's fun
0: fact: My body was trying to create. Okay, hold that fun fact. We need to take a quick break. When I come back, we'll hear the fun fact. In the meantime, over the break, I'm going to work on you. Stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I want to hear this story about the plate particle or the, the plate section that went into her leg so stay with us we'll be right back welcome back everybody before the break we were talking with eugenia in boston girl what happened with the plate i want to hear that story
8: uh. Yeah, I have a farmhouse sink. I was real tired and I was washing dishes and one of my plates fell on the sink and cracked in half. And then it fell outside of the sink and went right into my leg.
0: Oh, heavens. Freak, total
8: freak thing. Yeah. Um, And then three months later, I'm getting um, uh, intense, um, severe tension damage repaired. The fun fact was that my body was trying to create its own tendons and fuse itself back together, which I thought you might think was fun. Yeah. Um, they, they they said it was like a jelly-like substance. So.
0: Yeah, like <laughs> dippity-doo, like my step-cell yeah. energy. How about that? Yeah, I love that. It was yeah. Oh, it's very interesting. But yeah, it's been a, been a journey. <laughs> Did you go to the emergency room the night that it happened? Yes, I went to the emergency room, and
8: they just told me, just by looking at it, no foot doctor came down, um, that it didn't cut a tendon, it was just deep, they took an x-ray to make sure there was no glass in there, uh, and then they just sewed me up and called it a day. Um, I went to you know my primary care, and then a wound specialist, and then eventually, almost two months later, I finally went to uh, a foot specialist, and they did an MRI, and lo and behold, um, there was very bad damage. It was
0: almost cut almost completely. So oh, pretty, pretty wild. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I did you I do use stem cell energy in there, so you got more dippity do handling in there. For those of you don't don't know what we're talking about, stem cell energy I always say is the absolute coolest stuff that I get to see in energetic healings because it will regenerate any body part that we need. And I have watched it regenerate whole organs before. And I've had doctors call me throughout the years and say, All right what are you doing? And how does this stuff work? Because the new organ will show up on scans and there's no explanation for it. But stem cell energy looks like a light amber colored gel and it has sparkles in it because, you know, it's woo-woo, you got to have sparkles. And it it is a watery consistency of this gel. So I always say it reminds me of Dippity-Doo hair gel, which is what I used to see when I was a kid growing up in the 60s and 70s. So I use stem cell energy. There was a vortex that was spinning above your leg. That's just going to help it heal that much faster. It looks like your surgeon did a really good job. So I think you're going to heal completely. I do get that you have mold toxicity. So I cleared that out of your body as well. And like I mentioned to our first caller, Richard, consider doing an appointment with me so we can have an hour Really to to do a deep dive and work on all of your, your fun projects. By the way, for those of you that don't know, and Eugenia, maybe you've heard this, but just as a reminder, get on my schedule. Get on my calendar and then save the email with your confirmation information in it because there's a button there that says reschedule and you can click on that periodically and it will show you when people reschedule, which they do all the time. Every week, I have multiple people reschedule and a lot of times people will tell me, okay, I checked it yesterday and I got in today the next day and they were able to move their appointment up. So give that a whirl and, uh, and I hope you heal fast. Thank you so, so much. I felt some
8: interesting, my swirling energy, my head was moving about. It was really cool.
0: So When I was zapping on you over the break? Yeah. Yes. I hear that a lot from yeah. people. Eugenia, it's funny. I talked to a woman today and she was like, oh, my God, I could tell, you know, exactly where, where the energy is going because I can feel it. And she was in another country. So it doesn't matter where you are. Energy is energy. And uh, it's pretty cool when you get validations like that, isn't it? So you'll heal great. You're gonna Absolutely. you're gonna be good as new here in no time. <laughs> so hang in there. Thanks for calling. We'll do. Bye-bye. <laughs> Take care. Alrighty, let's go to Deb next. Hi, Deb. Hey,
4: Merry Christmas, Julie. Thanks for taking my call from Boise. You're I don't welcome.
6: Know. I I am. Sitting here looking at the Christmas lights, and I started thinking of my grandparents, and I was wondering if one of my grandmothers would come
0: through and had any messages for me on sure. this beautiful. Absolutely. I mean, what did you call them,
4: Grandma, Grandpa? But one of them, um, we used to call her Shorty.
2: <laughs> was she little or
0: was she tall? She was little. That is hysterical. All right. Okay. They're both next to you and you as is your grandfather. Your paternal grandfather, your paternal his with your paternal grandmother, and your maternal grandmother is there. Which one was Shorty? Your maternal grandmother?
6: Yeah, my dad my dad's uh mom.
0: Okay, so your paternal. I have a funny it makes me think of a funny uh being, uh, one of, I'm a sorority advisor at the University of Alabama, and one of my girls, who's a, she's a Southern Belle from, born and raised in Alabama, and her family is from here. And her grandmother is this elegant, I mean, just class personified woman. I've met her several times, and they call her Big Mama. And they call her Big Mama. They're yeah. not big about her, but she yeah. looks like she walked out of a Chanel ad. You know, and they call her, They she says, oh, Big Mama's coming. And I'm thinking, okay, I can't wait to be Big Mama. And I'm thinking, all right, she looks like Grace Kelly, you know, coming out of a Chanel ad. So it's so funny, you know, what we call our grandparents. All right, you got a question for Shorty?
6: I, I just want to know if she has anything for me
0: she have any messages to... for you? Okay. Who made cookies? She's talking about cookies. I hear I'm hearing cookies a lot. It's Christmas time. A lot of deceased grandmothers and, that's and parents. Mom. Are, that's
2: yeah, your mom's. My other, yeah, my other
4: grandma. Okay. My mom's mom.
0: And what did you call her?
4: A lot of cookies. Grandma.
0: Grandma. Grandma wants you better? to make, she wants you to make cookies for the holidays and distribute them. And and so I always think of Christmas cookies, but she's saying that she used to make a killer chocolate chip cookie. Is that true? Yes, she did. <laughs> All right. And that's exactly how she said it. She said I used to make a killer chocolate chip cookie. So she wants you to make them and give them to the family and tell them they're from her.
4: Oh, okay, awesome. But Shorty didn't come through?
0: Yeah, she's there. But but your other grandmother's, you know, she's chattier. She wants you to do the cookies. No, so okay, uh, uh, yeah, there you go. Order. you got your marching orders. Do you have her recipe? <laughs> Just regular chocolate chip cookies,
4: but it was always made of love,
0: okay, all so, right well, I don't know why yeah. they were killer, you know, I'm picturing some like big cookies with extra chocolate chips in them or something, but she's saying she's saying and use chocolate she's chips. she's saying use. Chocolate chips and those chocolate chunk things that they have now. She said, use the chocolate chunk too with the chocolate chips. Okay. <laughs> there you go. She wants extra. Tell and she's people. saying, tell the family they're from her. And she's laughing because she's, Sir, your other grandparents are laughing. They're saying, we can't wait to hear how you describe, you know, that she told you to make them all cookies. They, she's, she's looking forward to how you're going to communicate that to the clan oh funny all right miss deb enjoy your cooking making and happy holidays
4: merry christmas bye julie
0: you too bye-bye oh how funny i hear this a lot you guys from spirits during the the uh holiday season i talked to somebody in ireland and uh the, the deceased mother was saying make Christmas pudding. I said I'm getting figgy pudding, and she's calling it Christmas pudding. She said, "Yeah, that's what we call it." I said, "Well, there you go. They, they they want us to do the traditional things, our deceased loved ones, because it helps us remember them and it helps us keep them alive, you know, in our in our hearts and in our minds." So I think that's so sweet. All right, let's go to Lisa next. Hi, Lisa. Lisa, are you there? Gotta get me off mute. Hello, hello. Lisa, Hi. hello. Up oh, there you are. You are. There? Yeah. Hi. I could, I could feel you. I must be psychic or something.
4: <laughs> I think you are. Mm-hmm. I
0: must be. Please tell everybody where you're located.
4: I'm in Venice, Florida.
0: Alrighty, terrific. Well, got a question for me? I do, I do. It's about my little guardian
4: angel dog who's been healthy all her life and started limping, my 10-year-old lab, and now the doctor says, the vet says she has osteosarcoma.
0: Oh, jeez. And I what's that. I said, oh, jeez.
4: Yeah, there we go. So, basically, the only treatment is to amputate the limb. And they're not doing that. And, yeah, it's terrible. Okay. And I was just wondering if you could scan her and talk to her and maybe see what's going on. And
0: if there's anything I can do or if she wants or, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Lisa, what's her name? What's your puppy's name?
4: Beta. It B?
0: Beta B as in boy, like alpha beta.
4: Beta as in T as in Tony. H mm-hmm. E T A Beta.
0: Okay. All right. Freak. Just another just another greek alphabet letter theta okay all right well i am gonna connect with theta during the break and when i come back i'll let you know what i come up with everybody stay with us we'll find out what's going on with lisa's little lab and you're listening to the ash julie ryan show we'll be right back back everybody. Before the break, we were talking with Lisa about her black lab who's 10 named Theta and she's got a tumor malignant in her leg. And so what I did during the break, Lisa, was I removed the tumor energetically, I encapsulate it and then remove it. And then I watched a DNA healing happen where three strands of her DNA was put back to a normal recipe to help the tumor die. I got a couple of other things. I got to increase the omega-3s that are in her diet. Do you feed her omega-3 oil of some kind? feed her sardines. You feed her sardines. Okay. All right. That's a high-fat food. The other thing that I got in a... I've never heard this before. Was um, to put castor oil packs on the tumor. Oh, oh my god, so, that's the
4: thing I was I was thinking about because I used to do that in
7: massage.
0: Yeah, castor that's oil good. packs and heat them, like warm oh. them up. Don't make them hot, but make them warm, and put that. I get do it four times a week, a minimum of four times a week. If you can do it daily, that will be helpful. But do it a minimum of four times a week. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to feel good for her. She's going to, you know, pet her and get down on the floor or have her on a couch or something when you're doing that. But be there with her when you're doing it. Don't just tape it on or Something along those lines. The other two things were she doesn't want her leg amputated and she says she's got at least another couple of good years in her. So I don't think she's going anywhere. I
2: don't think she's (laughs) going anywhere
0: anytime soon. So I thought that was I I had the same reaction when she said that she goes, I got another couple good years. So I hope that helps. I know
4: because she's I mean, she's dragging her leg. Yeah, Ugh. but she's strong, right? A strong,
2: right?
0: Yeah. yeah. Try the castor oil packs. I've never received that for a, a diagnosis with a dog before, but it's what came in from Spirit. So give it a whirl, and I hope that helps. Thank you very much. You are most welcome. Take care. Okay. Bye bye. All right, let's go to Helen. Hi, Helen. Hi. How are you? I'm terrific. How are you? Good, good. Where are you located? Oh,
9: thank you. In
0: Ohio, the Cleveland area. Cleveland, Cleveburg. Well, good. You got a quick question for me? I've only got a couple of minutes left. You got a quick question for me? Yes, yeah, just uh, about when someone um, passes suddenly,
9: are they aware of, we had a teacher to pass, and when I saw her on the last day, on Tuesday before the holiday, you know, we had a nice laugh, and then the next day, you know, uh, not the next day, but on Friday after Thanksgiving, we received a message that, you know, she had passed away, and, you know, she was in good spirits and everything before we left for the holiday. so I just wondered, you know, are they in pain or something when they just passed suddenly like that?
0: Not normally. No, that's the thing that we hear from spirits when they're, you know, very close to death is they they are not in pain. Uh, for the most part, the brain starts to shut down at the end, Helen, and it prevents that mm-hmm. from, you know, prevents them from feeling mm-hmm. pain. And it's a shock for all of us. My brother-in-law just passed a couple weeks ago, very suddenly, and it's just a shock. And I talked to a girlfriend a couple nights ago that had a friend that died very suddenly too, and it's harder on us than it is on on uh, those of yeah. us those that are passing. Yeah, they go quickly. They say it's much easier to die than it is to be born, come down through the birth canal and all that.
9: Yeah, because we had a memorial tonight and I just know that her spirit, I know that, you know, she's at peace, but it's just really hard, you know, right now at school. So and we had a student passing a fire. So, you know, and I know he didn't suffer. I know what I know, but. But for someone suddenly when she wasn't sick, I mean, you know, she had health issues, but she was laughing. We were having the best time the last two, that Tuesday, and then that Friday, we got an email, you know. So I just wondered, i would never heard of a sudden passing, you know, like what? If they're yeah. passing their sleep, if, they, if they're in any pain. So I know she's at no. peace.
0: Yeah, well, my philosophy is happy, healthy, dead. So that's the way to go, yeah.
6: I think. You know, but you don't I want to suffer. Yeah.
0: So I
6: keep you telling my right. my son You're I'm going right. to be
0: 120. Happy, healthy dead. <laughs> so he's coming for a long time. That's
6: so I anyways. feel the same way. Yes.
4: Yeah.
0: Well, condolences yes. to you and, and her family and Thanks. your friends. Okay. Thanks, Helen. Thanks. Take care. Bye bye. Uh-huh. Thank you. <laughs> bye bye. All right, everybody. That's it for this week. What a what a group it's always fun to see who calls in and what their questions are as i mentioned earlier Live show next week and then the two last Thursdays in December, we'll do pre-recorded shows for the holidays, which are terrific. I've got wonderful guests lined up. The first one on on the Thursday of Christmas week, the week before Christmas, I have a a gal who's a dream interpreter that you guys are going to love because she interprets a dream of mine. I've had multiple times and it's really fun to go through that. And then the one for new year's is a lawyer who's a psychic and he calls himself the social psychic. And he's really an interesting gal guy as well. Chap. I was going to say he's an interesting chap. Everything you need is at askjulieryan.com. All my social medias askjulieryan. My website's askjulieryan. Remember angelic attendance and angel messages for kids. Angel messages for dogs and angel messages for cats as uh, gifts to give to your loved ones. The children's books in particular are just so sweet and the illustrations are gorgeous. And they were written because I had so many moms ask me to write them. They said, can you please help me explain what happens when somebody dies to my my child because I don't know how to explain it to them. And you, can you please help me explain past lives to my child because they know information we can corroborate with historical data. And then lastly, can you explain how my child can communicate with spirit and get information that there's no way they would know. So those are all good gift ideas. I will see you here next week. Everybody have a great weekend. Sending you lots of love from sweet home, Alabama. Mwah. Bye everybody.
1: Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at ask Julie Ryan to schedule an appointment or submit a question. Please visit ask